The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Thursday. It is 545. This is the morning sickness. My name is John. There is Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo hanging around in the background. We are ready to go. Another glorious day here in paradise and uh, happy to do it. Uh, Brett just got my... I was going to go a different direction, but... Uh-oh. He just told me the Blazing Saddles is in the theaters next Tuesday. Yes. And I got very excited for a second. <laughs> like, my brain started to redo anything. Like, canceled everything. Like, I thought to myself, I got this. Cancel it. Everything gets canceled to see Blazing Saddles in the theater, because I realized I never have. And it may be the last time yeah, with the way things are I'm going. I'm starting to wonder, can it be done? Like, is, is the theater eventually going to catch? Heat? We're going to get fired. Going. We're going to get in trouble watching it. Yeah, I, I worry not at all. Yeah, I, I don't have any problem with that uh, at all. That movie is a classic, hilarious time capsule of comedy, much like Benny Hill and uh, anything else that may not work today. But damn it all, is it a? Is it a it's a feel good pill for a long gone era. It's funny, and some of the stuff, like some of the stuff, won't work. But uh, it, people will never understand that Blazing Saddles is a design to prop up the people of color. That's the craziest part of the whole movie is that it's Mel Brooks' way to make, you know, everybody who's uh, who's supposed, supposedly should be offended by that movie is being propped up while the idiot uh, moron white people make a mockery of everything with their ignorance. And that's the depths of that movie. If you want to get into the philosophy of it, so... But dummies don't get that. They no. just hear bad words and they're like, words, words break bones. And they lose their minds. I wonder. And I started thinking about it once you said it. What's going to be that way in uh, 20 years? What won't we be able to? I mean, we're already getting to the point where I watched I watched the, the thing about uh, Back to the Future, uh, Karate Kid. You know, there's rapes. And, uh, you know, Back to the Future has a, an out and out nerds. rape. Revenge of the Nerds is just an oh, out yeah. and out full on rape. And will we be able to laugh at that again? Because that movie was a huge smash. Stripes. Well, I mean, we got to the point where E.T. couldn't have guns in it. And remember, Spielberg replaced all the guns with walkie-talkies. Oh, that's right. That That really happened? That really happened. He says he regrets doing it now, but he did it. They re-released it, and no guns were in it. Uh, any And any future broadcast of it would be the one with the no guns walkie-talkies. It's scary. So I started like, a man, can't do that again. But I, yeah, I enjoy every ounce of Blazing Saddles. I've never seen it in a theater. There's movies I want to see in theaters that I don't know that will ever come back. Like, uh, I would like to see Raging Bull in a theater. I think that'd be great. Yeah. There's tons of them. But Blazing Saddles. Next Tuesday, where is it? 
any Harkins Theater for the pack most it up, part. Pack yeah. it up. Everybody should go see this, and it should be like, wow, it's a history lesson in funny. I've never seen Godfather in a, in a theater. I haven't either. I have. You have. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course. Because every have. time they re-release it, I'm like, I'm there. Yeah, they probably showed it in your delivery room. <laughs> they did it in they did it in two different weekends. They did Godfather 1 one weekend, then the following weekend I went and seen two. Both theater. of them. So oh, you absolutely. planned your whole, like, every right. weekend was around yeah. Godfather showing. I was hoping Saturday Night Fever was going to be the third week, but, you know. It's another one. Saturday Night I've Fever. Seen You've seen that in the theater, theater oh, yeah, too? Yeah. Jesus Christ, it's like the day go it's, checklist. It's, it's like the bat signal. The guinea signal goes out. And I'm just like, I've seen Goodfellas in the theater. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. Which one was most, I'm waiting. Which one didn't work? Which one you're like, oh, this isn't what I thought. Because the only thing, like my They're favorite movies are Come on, but. Rear Window, No Country for Old Men, and uh, um, Silence of the Lambs. And I saw Silence of the Lambs in the theater a couple years ago. And I was like, oh, this is better than I thought it was going to be. It's so good in the theater. The one that didn't work. Well, I mean, I saw obviously. It in the theater originally. Uh, did so you? did I originally. Yeah. But I didn't. Uh, which one? Silence uh, oh, Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Came out on Valentine's Day weekend, 1991. It was a Valentine's movie. If you can believe that. Oh, wow. It's weird. Never that. Yeah, it's a strange thing. That, but yeah, I remember seeing that. Thinking it was Different awesome. kind of love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> love. Oh, yeah. But that one can't be shown. Uh, that one's got heat from the woke world that it uh, puts transvestites in a bad light. That it's bad for... They've already said that's... That Is movie, that right? Oh, absolutely. They've come after that one in a big way that it's like, oh, not all transvestite people are sick, disturbed uh, murderers. And I'm like, yeah, that's not what this movie's saying, but that one is. Can we admit that one it of your... It just happens to be. Can we admit that one of your guys might be? Like, I've never looked at, you know, when they, when you know, American History X and go, come on, not all bald guys, but all bald guys in this movie are. Yeah. I can suspend disbelief and not tie myself to everything. I guess I'm not that... I'm pretty self-absorbed, and I'm not as self-absorbed as the groups of people that are losing their minds over... You know, if it looks like me, it represents everyone that does. I also thought there was a, a serial killer at one time that was known for was making. Yeah, it was skin, based on it was based on Ed Gein. Dresses. And, well, yeah, Ed Gein and uh, uh, I can't remember the other guy's name, but there were like three serial killers. They kind of made uh, this guy. Yeah, and they did it with Psycho too. Ed Gein was a cross dresser and like he mother stuff, and like they did that with uh, Psycho. Yeah. And yeah, that's just they're going off a history of what had happened. So what? It doesn't mean everybody who wears a dress is going to murder you. Every dude in a dress might, but not everybody. Yeah, so I'm just excited about it because eventually it's all going to be like these movies that we have to hide. And it's almost book burning in its own weird way. It's digital book burning to say we can't watch this the same way you watched it before. Any Mel Brooks movie nowadays, though. I mean, you can't. Yeah, that's great. Well, it's even Spaceballs. And uh, how far do you go back? Yeah, Spaceballs because... has some stuff in it. Yeah, I mean the guy with the Afro <laughs> yeah, and stuff right. combing oh, the yeah, desert. All I mean, sorts of... <laughs> I forgot. You know what? I didn't get that joke when I was a kid. Oh, really? Nope. I wasn't around enough, so I didn't. I didn't have enough life experience with anybody at Afro picks. But when I first saw my first Afro pick, that for some reason, oh, oh, I get it. <laughs> he's yeah, he's combing. The, was it the C three PO guy? <laughs> no, it was the it was the stormtrooper guy. Oh, that's, that right, that's, right, that's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. And I just remember that big thing, and people were laughing. I'm like, what, what, what's so funny here? I think I just laughed along. But then when I saw, and the kid's name was John Collins. His dad named him after a drink. I learned, I started laughing about that when I was a bartender. Because I had a, a, a black friend in fourth grade named John Collins. And then when we were making drinks and I'm learning bartender stuff, they're like, this is a John Collins. I'm like, John Collins? I went to Osuna Elementary School, fourth grade with John Collins. They're like, well, his dad was an alcoholic. And I'm like, oh, oh, that's probably true. <laughs> Had named him after his favorite drink or why he was there. And I do believe he had a brother named Tom. 
But it was probably 25 years later, or about 20 years later, I was laughing my ass off at John Collins. Uh, it was hilarious. So, yeah, I just started thinking about all that stuff. That We can't even have a Diamondbacks pitcher hit another bird. I don't know if you saw that. Zach Gallen hit a bird yesterday. I did. It didn't blow up like the Randy Johnson bird. If you remember 23 years ago, I guess, Randy Johnson in spring training, 102-mile-an-hour fastball because he heated one up, blew a bird up, blew him up. So this one was <coughs> foul-tipped? No. What is that? No, he was, no. it he was nicked, warming up. It nicked the bird. It didn't no, it hit it square. It killed it. Yeah, oh, okay. Killed it dead. So then it hit it pretty good. Yeah, but it didn't blow it up. Do you remember the video? I'm done talking. I remember the I'm blow done up. talking to him. Brett, I'm only going to talk to you Mel Brooks movies. Yeah. <laughs> he sat on that like that was going to blow up, like people were going to have to pull over. And they won't ever have to pull over on any of the foul references. Anyway, Brett only, and only Brett. <sighs> you know what you should do? You should listen to another station, Brady. It's, it's Tranny Brady. But the... Uh, I don't remember what I was talking about, and I don't care anymore. Are we throwing the pitch? No, I just want to kill bird. myself. All I want to do right now is kill myself. And I had to sit and pause and listen to that for two seconds. My God, a foul tip. Uh, yeah, so he hit the bird. If you remember Randy Johnson's bird, it blew <sighs> up. It exploded. Bur- everywhere. Bird juice. Feathers. It was like a cartoon. Zach Gallen hit it. Uh, and I think it was in Oakland. He hit it, uh, warming up in the outfield. And the bird just kind of poof and falls onto the ground. It, no feathers. I'm, I'm watching. I'm like, what are the odds that the only two times I've ever seen a baseball player hit a bird, they're both Diamondback pitchers? That's just a weird coincidence. That's, it's going to be a record. Really? It, oh, it's. A a, I think one was the record, and now yeah. we're. At, I mean, they're running away with this category. Uh, so I w- went to see the video online. I'm like, because I didn't really see when they showed it on the news. I didn't really see the bird. And I go online to look, and I'm watching. First comment: Why did they fist bump after they killed an animal? Because the catcher gets up and walks over, and they look, and they're looking at the bird, and, the, and Zach Gallen and the catcher just fist bump each other. Audubon Society. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, they're mad. Because nothing can happen in this world without a group of people saying, you did that on purpose, and now you're awful people. They, they fist bumped after, and I would highly... Watch, Brett's pulling up the video. It's it's. I mean, you barely well, see the bird. Tell everybody oh, the slow mo. From uh, so uh, you will see it. A, a yeah. Side session here because he just he hit a bird. It blows it I'm out of the air. Lovers, so this hurts me. But in the sp- and people are saying, "Oh, animal lovers and all this." I love animals. I think they're great. <laughs> I clean up a dead bird out of my backyard every day. They fly into my windows. They're not. The, I think the birds are Al Qaeda. I think that you know this is another attack from an Al Qaeda bird taking on America's pastime. I think that's all this is. They fly. They, they, it's uh, one of those drone birds. Yeah, huh? exactly. You can drive down the road and come within three feet of hitting a bird, and they get out of the way. These birds that are getting run into by baseballs are doing it on purpose. They're flying into things. They're flying into my house. They're flying into. The, they're you know. But then afterwards, and I don't know if this video will show it. The catcher's like, "Oh my God, you hit a bird." They didn't show him fist bumping. Tell Zach Gallon, and they walk over, and they kind of give each other a little fist bump. Now, I don't know if that was a empathetic fist bump or a God. That was. Ter- Are you okay, buddy? I know you're. I know you're a bird lover. You be- but the first comment that I saw in the story I saw. Why are you fist bumping after you killed an animal? And I don't know if it was Twitter or whatever. It was a news story. Might have been Yahoo. Well, if he intentionally did it. Well, yeah, he's looking at a yeah. fine too. Oh, uh, having a jail hunting time. license, a bird yeah. permit. But, uh, yeah, people were – I mean, what are the odds that a Diamondback pitcher has theirs? Uh, Randy Johnson threw a ball at a bird. You knew it. There was, no oh. di- there was no doubt what happened with that bird. And I remember that was <laughs> – Bad hook and slide. Oh, man, it was just – he gunned it. It was a 
that's a pure fastball. He wasn't throwing a slider in. No. Right hander yes. is not chucking. That was a pure fastball. And that was 2001. And I remember I was working at the zone and I did a funeral for that bird, kind of like, because the whole city went bananas over this dead bird. And I did a fake funeral and we had strippers come by and they were pallbearers and we had a, a dead bird in a box. They're easy to, you know, grab. And, uh, I remember the Autobahn Society and a couple of bird-loving places got really upset with me. Like, you do not glorify the death of an animal. Why? That, that's the most famous bird in ever history. And Randy Johnson, that was way before I'd ever met him, we got upset about it. Oh, yeah. And we got, he was very upset that you know anybody was making jokes about him killing that bird. And it's not like he went out that morning and said, I'm going to kill me a bird. Watch this, boys. Yeah. That's impossible. We used to throw baseballs at birds on wires. Tennis balls. You can't hit them. Sitting still. They have to fly into it. It's the bird killing himself. They're suicidal. Sunburst morning sickness. K-U-P-D. Holmberg's morning sickness. That bird thought it was a better better ending than watching a game at the Coliseum because <laughs> right. that place the, is a dumb. The, yeah, I would rather. Yeah. Look, I'm surprised I'm people, are, people are just jetting out in between pitches to try to get knocked in the head at A's games. But... Yeah, it was uh, it's the odds of it. But, I mean, people get upset about everything. Zach Gallon did not kill that bird on purpose, and they didn't celebrate much. Although, i got to tell you this. If Brett and I are out in the parking lot throwing the ball around, and one of us drops a bird. Oh, it's high fives. It's Yeah, it's like throwing a needle, uh, like a thread through the eye of a needle from a distance. You can't, it can't be done. It's uh, it's a hole in one. Yeah, I'm definitely more blown away by it. And um, You're buying you drinks know, for not... everybody that day. It's It's a hole in one. It's a hole-in-one. You would celebrate it in a I second. Feel, I mean, I've been on the golf course where someone has hit a bird. In the air? A drive. No kidding? Yeah, See? low wor- you know, worm wow. burner, bounces up, and it... Never seen it. Brutal. Yeah. You feel bad, you're like, oh! No, you feel terrible for a second, but it's the amazement of the actual act. And you, as a man of God, just have to... That's that bird's plan. Now he's an R-word bird. I can't laugh hard enough when... That kind of stuff, like oddities like that, occur. It's not supposed to. Ha- it's it's literally life hole in one. Go to Vegas. Eggs. If you can hop on a plane, yeah. say I've got I've got probably an hour's worth of luck left. Let's rub this genie lamp as long as we can. I'm getting on a JSX and I'm going. It's crazy. So Zach Gallon did not celebrate it yesterday to the idiots that wanted to start that. How the D-backs fans are up. Well, they won the championship that year. Exactly. Does this mean anything? Exactly. But now he did it in spring. So maybe this is just a playoff run. He's waited too long. But yeah. they're off to a good start. Maybe they make a couple of trades. They've killed a bird. It's time for the GM to recognize, hey, look, every time this happens, lightning in a bottle. We've got it twice now. And the only time they've won a championship was when they murdered a bird. Maybe it's a bird sacrifice the Diamondbacks need every year. I mean, the Cardinals are a bird sacrifice every year to uh, Arizona sports. And it, look, they, they sacrifice themselves every week for our entertainment and never get a championship. We kill birds all the time down there. So, I uh, yeah, I just I'm watching that thing and I'm like, man, how come nobody can have any fun with just life goofs? These are the same people I wonder because I've hit a bird with my car, They'll fly into your windshield or something. You're like, what the hell was that? And you got blood every day on the yes. street home on the blocks that I go into in my neighborhood. You kill a bird? No. Oh, but they're close. Those those uh, doves don't move out of the way. Like even if oh, they're on 20, the road, yeah. And I'm talking where about they go, 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 go. The ones that fly into your car. I've had that happen. Like the bird strikes. A few times. Yeah. I, like, you know, a few times in my life I've had. And I, I have to wonder if these soft, sensitive knobs 
that get online and say, Zach Gallon is celebrating the death of an animal. And this is, yeah, okay, I get it. But do you pull over and cry and go get the bird out of the freeway or do you keep going? Some do. Well, if they do, I hope they get run over by two. You don't. Nobody goes back out onto the freeway and gets the bird they hit. He'll be the next. Stop. They'll be on a windshield. It's just it's just these these internet muscles that people scream out. Like Zach Gallon was sitting there going, We did it, man, we did it. I would celebrate that. I love animals. I would celebrate that. I took one out um with the antenna. Of your car? Of that F one fifty that I had. It just uh, it was going probably 45, 50 miles an hour. No kidding. And it struck the antenna. The bird just smashed it. was like it. the fastball, fastball. It blew up? It blew up. Oh, we had one when I was a kid. We were driving to my grandparents' house, and uh, we're on a road in Pennsylvania just flying along in the old Cherokee Chief, and it sounded like somebody just threw a rock into the front of the car. My dad, my dad just goes, kids, don't look. And just, of course, what do you do as a kid? Uh-huh. Look at what? And it, we looked right at the pile of gut and blood. It hit. I think it hit the front of the car and then rolled up and just stuck to the windshield. Oh. And it was just gushing yuck. I don't know, the <laughs> colors and its head was kind of just dangling. Yeah, how much? I, I got to look. And every time a bird dies in my backyard, and there's a lot of them, because uh, for some reason they just, like, they are, my house is the World Trade Center to them, and they are Muhammad Atta doves. <laughs> Bonk! And I see their little bird imprints on the glass with the wings and the dust or whatever that comes off of them. And then I go out there. Within seconds, my uh, dog Yardley has eaten its head. Within seconds. Every time at my house, oh, John, outside there's a bird. Can you go get it? Like, sure. And I look over at Yardley, and she's just <laughs> licking her lips. I'm like, I know what you mean. You, you hear that noise, and it's a dinner bell. Go out, go find the dove. Has no head. And then I hear in the distance, does it have a head? Yes. I lie. And Yardley's stomach. Yardley's, yeah, it had a head. It has a head. It's uh, anatomically correct. Uh, sometimes they hit, and I get them before yards, and it's it's better that their heads are bitten off because they're just mush. Birds Rarely. are dumb. Yeah. Birds are flat dumb. Now, the smart, smart birds that people have made pets and stuff are remarkably smart. But this dove pigeon thing, we got to get over it. They're flying around into baseballs and stuff. But, uh, hey, Diamondbacks, this is a big opportunity. I... You're two. You're, you're one for one with with uh, world championships by killing birds with a pitcher, and potential Cy Young Award winner too. And this is your best pitcher. Your ace just killed a bird again. Go get that trophy, boys. It's a message from God. I think so. This is the closest it gets to me. <laughs> this is how we operate. Man, screw Africa and their hunger problem. Let's get to sports. He loves sports. I, I watch the press conferences every after every game. God was with me tonight. You know, got my triple-double. I really felt the power of Jesus. I want to thank the Lord. Boxing, you just beat the life out of a man. I want to thank the Lord for helping me out. He was with me. Power of Jesus Christ. All right. Africa's like, oh, what about us? Eh, you'll get your food someday. I'm busy watching sports and award shows. And getting those birds in front. It's like, all right, Diamondbacks, it's up to you now. I've given you the... The keys to the kingdom, and it's up to them to get it. Man, I hope they go on a tear now. If that's the case, let me make this announcement today. Mark this, 518-23, a.m. If the Diamondbacks even get to the World Series, I will sell all of my Cubs stuff and become a Diamondbacks fan. If they even get there, not even win. because there's too much magic going on. This is the kid from left field. They make movies about this. This is angels in the outfield, except for instead of angels, it's just pigeons. (laughs) 
I will become a Diamondbacks fan through and through, top to bottom. I will abandon my loyalty to the Cubs because there's mystical magic that's happening around them. Every 20 years, they kill a bird and win a championship. Oh, my God. We'll have uh, Flag Lady and Dove Man. <laughs> I'm in. And Flag Lady will probably send Dove Man a few hundred thousand dollars just because she doesn't really know it's not a real thing. Uh, but, yeah, I, I will gladly switch loyalties to that. Gladly. That is too weird. I, I, I've never seen it. I mean, ever. In the history of sports, I've never seen a bird get killed other than Randy Johnson during an event. And this was in one. I'm with you. I think maybe that was the the drone bird flying yeah. into that ball. And that, well, they're those fake birds that they have. But that's in New Mexico. I don't know if they're even up in Oakland yet. But maybe. It's just too It's too impressive to have happened. I, I'm, I'm blown away. And to all the people that are upset that a bird had to die, man, they die every day. Go in my backyard. You, you think that's it? If my if my three legged dog that eats bird heads could fist bump Zach Gallon, she would because she loves eating bird heads. I mean, loves it. Just I go, had go outside and get a little dove count. See how that's doing. Oh, <laughs> they're everywhere, and we'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. My Weimar inner used to catch them, and uh, they're hunting dogs. And she was originally by her original owners trained to have the soft mouth of a hunting dog, and she would bring birds to you. And, like, look at you and step on their heads and rip their heads off. They're alive. She could catch them out of trees. It was unbelievable. She'd hunt them and grab them when they'd try to fly off. And God forbid they went her direction. She could leap in the air. I watched her do it two times out of this little evergreen bush we had. And uh, Muggs was – Brandy was amazing at this. Muggsy, my other dog, just used to kill birds. Brandy was unreal, and she would walk over. That's good training. The dog would – it was the bird was floating and flying around in her mouth, and she just held it just enough to keep it from flying off, and would step it on its head and just break it. I don't know that that's training. I think she just knew. Watch this. I'll tell she was, you, it she's saves, a killer. It saves you a, a pretty big step if you ever bird hunt. Oh, the, like the pheasants, dogs? and uh, you know they drop out, and you, you drop them. They might yeah. not be dead. You got to do the helicopter, and oh, that's the, the worst. And I went dove hunting with my dad. I can't. He dove hunted, and he was doing that. Spin their bodies and hold their heads. Thing, I'm like, this this isn't for me. I can't do this. Did that one time and it was still flopping around. My buddy was like, "All right," and I'm like, "No, I'm shooting it again." He's like, "You can't do that." My like, watch. <laughs> Screw you. I'm gonna shoot it twice. <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> You're gonna fill it full of bird shot. Yeah, well, I'm not eating I'm that not thing eating anyway. That's, it's possessed. This guy said, uh, "When I was a kid, I was golfing with my dad, and uh, I killed a prairie dog unintentionally on the second or third hole. They hit a line drive that was barely an inch off the ground. The prairie dog stuck its head up out of the hole at the wrong time. And we watched the golf ball go straight up in the air. And like, oh, you hit something. I was eight or nine years old. I'm 48. It's, it's a core memory for Derek. Those, those are horrible moments. I killed a duck with a piece of ice. That was the most amazing thing I've ever done. And I was showing off. Do that? I was at uh, Tempe uh, Kiwanis Park doing a little ice blocking. And a girl named Jamie O., was with us. That's right. Her name was Jamie O. Like she sold chicken on the side of something. Hi, I'm Jamie O. And that was her name. So we're out there, and I thought, this this will impress her. I got quite a rocket right arm. I can chuck stuff. Like, really accurate. So our ice blocks had broken up at the end of the night and because uh, we were, you know, skidding down the hills. And I picked up an ice block, and I'm like, what do you want me to hit? I like that tree over there. I'm like, I could hit one of those ducks. I didn't think I could hit a duck. And I reared back and just... Whew, that duck didn't move at all. And all you heard was, punk, quack, and that was it. It was oh. over. And then you just see this duck's body just kind of seizing. You could hear it more than see it because it was nighttime. 
Needless to say, Jamie O wasn't impressed. We never really hung out again. We had rebarb on his ladder rack. What is that? And a bird flew right into it. Oh, he had rebar sticking out of the top of his truck and a bird impaled itself on it. Jesus Christ. That's a fist bump moment. Like, oh, oh my God. What are the odds? Anyway, if the Diamondbacks even make the playoffs, I'll consider what I'm talking about. Now, I got a lot of good stuff. I got autographed Ernie Banks things. I got, uh, it's going to be a full-on estate sale at my house. And then I'm going to have to go replace it with some Diamondbacks memorabilia. I'm jumping on. Too much magic. Now, if nothing happens, you know, it'll just be a coincidence. My guess is that's chance, and that's what's going to occur. But they're the only baseball team I've ever seen to do it, and they've done it twice now. So it's pretty amazing. But to all you people that are upset about it, please off as hard as you can. <laughs> Nobody does. If, if you think that can be done intentionally, you're also dumber than your texts and your comments on the on the. Boy, I get tired of people's comments. The dumb comments, funny comments. All comments are for uh, are funny things. That's it. You don't make comments on uh, the internet unless it's a hilarious joke. Otherwise, what are you like an op ed writer? No, you don't have time for this. Stop it. Why are they fist bumping? Please. You want them in trouble now? Stupid. Morning sickness. K-U-P-D. Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, and speaking of getting in trouble, also the CNN, we got another broadcaster going down. The CNN reporter that said something, she's evidently used the homo F word an awful lot in her life. And somebody uh, heard her say something to the effect of not ever, not wanting a college roommate that was a lesbian. That was an old tweet of hers years ago. And somebody found it. And then she said uh, something about, and then just ended it with uh, the homo F word. And they found the old tweet. And then, and then like people at her office are saying, oh yeah, she says that all the time. She, it's like it's her go-to joke word. And like, oh, she's done. That homo F word's getting people in trouble for hallway. So let me be the first to say, and I'll speak for Brady and Brett and everyone else. We say that word a lot, a ton, and have in the past mm. a lot. So if you want to dig around, uh, I've already admitted it. I've said the homo F word as, as uh, yesterday I said it. I think I, t- I called Brady that because it's funny to watch Brady <laughs> afterwards. It's just a hilarious thing to watch him. I'm not one of those. Don't. <laughs> Don't. That's stupid. But I've said it. I think I said it yesterday. I think yesterday I jokingly did that uh, to you. Maybe the day before. Don't remember. But I've said it this week. I've said that word. Do I spew it out in hatred and malice? No. Do I do it as a joke a lot? Uh, yeah, because sometimes it's really off-putting to people. And I, in fact, I and called. It just, and it doesn't matter. I said it to Ben the other day. I've been doing the same thing. Right. Don't care. Yep. But her problem was after they found that tweet, it's an ignorant tweet from a time when I used to tweet ignorant things, and I feel bad about oh, it. Oh, she's done. And then everybody else is like, oh, you called me a f- yesterday, you bitch. And then they moved on with that. Like, well, yeah. So eventually, bitch will be a problem. So clear again, it's an opportunity for all you morons who have decided to chronicle your every thought to clear your social media pages, be done with it, and walk away. It is a viper in your pocket that will eventually, rules will change, and everything you think is okay today won't be in five years, and you'll be explaining away why you said the word bitch. It's not fair. It's just not fair. The word bitch can take a turn on us in a huge way, in a huge whore Bitch, those are the ones I'm keeping my eyes on. It's the next one's like, you know, because slut shaming starting to show up a lot in the news. And so they're like, you can't shame a woman for being a woman. Like, I, I don't. I celebrate the slut. I think they're awesome. Sluts are amazing. They get you through hard times. Sluts are basically the Benadryl of sex. 
when you're at your worst but still functioning, take a little slut. You can get through the rest of your day or week or whatever. Sluts are great. But those are going they're all going to get us. There isn't a person out there over the age of 11 who hasn't said the homo F word uh, 500,000 times each. I'm, I'm convinced of it. Even Brady. Sweet, sweet Brady. It's amazing how many times. A million times. Thrown around in the yeah. 80s and 90s. Oh, yeah. Every movie. Yeah. A million times you've said it. Uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure can never. But there's another one maybe we'll never get to watch because they said that thing constantly. The homo F word. It's all through that movie and hilariously placed. It's part of our history. If that so. word nails us, I'm I'm screwed because that's the least of the words that I, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you don't have social media where you're out there going, no, 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 joking, no, no. joke, joke, yeah. and then like five years from now, it's like, oh, I thought that used to be funny. And now that's a time when language that I used was ignorant. I've learned since. And, oh, you're done because I heard you say it yesterday. You got one enemy at work. She calls me that all the time. It's my nickname. I said it to Ben the other day. <laughs> he, if anybody's going to get mad, it's it's Ben. And he laughed hysterically. He was singing something, and I'm like, this might be the most you've ever been. <laughs> and he just started laughing. All oh, that word gets thrown all over. I'm a dangerous man. But let me just put it out there before anybody tries to go and get me. Yep. <laughs> done it. Been there, done that. Name a word I haven't said. You're going to have a... Uh, the only words I haven't said are big, smart people words. All the dumb, ignorant... Uh, terrible word. I've I blab I blabbed them and I blabbed them for laughs. I blabbed them in the worst possible connotation. I blabbed them for laughs. I've said things terrible, terrible things for laughs, mainly to Brady to make him go jeez. And then he says something ten times worse back. Oh, it's hilarious. Brady's uncomfortable with this because he's said all the same things millions and millions of times as well. You could get canceled. But you're sure. smart enough not to chronicle your every thought. Well, maybe not. You've got that stupid boss KUPD thing. Eventually, you're going to say something on there and call a grasshopper a homo F word, and you're done. Yeah. But the funny thing about That'll it was happen. it was the log cabin Republicans that busted the CNN girl, and those are gay Republicans. And so it was less about being offended by the word and more about getting one of theirs. She got They got a CNN reporter. Oh, the liberals. Using the homo F word. We, and they just combed through her stuff and found a couple other jokes and years have passed. So clear it today. If it's a lesson at all, clear it. Because you make one enemy uh, that, you know, that, that's a, you know, a, a nutbag, they're going to go through your social media and find what you did wrong in 2014. <laughs> See, he can't be part of society anymore. I've said it a lot, a lot. It's scary how much. I would like, that's why I want Brady's uh, way to be real, even though I don't believe in it. Um, I want the first day in heaven to be like a breakdown where you can answer any question. Like you sit there with your camp advisor. I don't know what heaven yeah. is. Like you sit with a counselor. You go to a, yeah, you go to a holy advisor. Yeah, there's an advisor and he's like, hey, my name's Mr. Garibay. I'm going to help you out through this process. I'm like, all right, thanks. I'm your counselor. You're the, uh, the ages, so you're in my jurisdiction. Do you have any questions? Yeah, how many times did I say f- the whole time I ran that that race? Oh, it's an astronomical number, sir. Let me get back to you. On Let that. me get back. This is something we had to debate on whether or not you were allowed in these gates. You'll uh, you'll get the you'll get those stats right off the bat. Oh, you get a full stats. Oh, yeah, like, they'll you break get, down no like here's our career stats. Oh, yeah, that would be like great. <laughs> Look at this, hey Brady, because we're in dining car wreck together. Brady, come here. What? 
I said <laughs> nine million times. I would have guessed maybe two. I nine million times I said <laughs> while I was down there. How great is that? I said it twenty four million. Yeah, with I my grew head up in down. the seventies. I said it more than you. <laughs> I said the N one like a whole. Of, I said it more than you again. <laughs> I'm not getting in. Well, I'll save some space for you. Sorry about the car wreck. Me and, me and my buddies have a deal. Like, if any of us gets, you know, killed or something out there, destroy their phones. Oh, my God. Yeah, just get rid of it. It used to be, if you found me naked dead, at least put some clothes on before you call the right, paramedics. Yeah. Now, yeah, leave me naked. Yeah. Destroy my phone. Wreck my stuff. Yeah. Go through and destroy. Dude, I mean, go Frag. on. Absolutely. Look, I need, you know what we all need to do? And again, this goes, uh, this estate planning thing. I've been wrapped my head around Trajan estate planning has my brain changed completely. Like, what do you do if you die? What are you worried about them finding? My little fake, uh, Brett, I'm going to trust you with this because I know you'll touch it. Brady, I don't want you to do it. It would be too detrimental to your your fragile brain. It'd take me a while because it will read some of the stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. You'd be like, Jesus, this dude was (laughs) diseased. Yeah, you couldn't help but read some. Brett could read it and be like, I see it. (laughs) Uh, Bottom drawer of my guest bedroom. Okay. There are four... um, prosthetic vagina type uh, tubes oh yeah yeah they're clean okay enough just leave a pair of gloves in there for yeah me. and i'll put okay. some gloves in you got to get those i'll give you my password to the cloud <laughs> what else do i have to do yeah you got to get me out of that and no, take I'll, everything out done all my tech has got to go and then just for fun i'm gonna leave a gun in there you have to go kill paul Sura because his you have the worst memes i've ever seen in my life because <laughs> you're worried about it'll ruin your legacy I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that thing. Yes. Because they never go back. You know, all these people that... Um, oh, don't say that. Because they, they they never go back. Used to be a thing they didn't do about bad words. In five, ten years, when we're dead in that car wreck, maybe they do go back now. Maybe they, they set a precedent with the first guy they go back. They did it to Jerry Lewis, for God's sakes. Five years after he died, they tried to get him on sexual harassment. No one's touching Vin Scully's... Uh I, well, we don't know what he was saying. And Vin probably wasn't... I guarantee, I guarantee you, if Vin, Vin said... Welcome to Dodger Baseball. You know, since 1947, we've allowed <laughs> in the game. So, whoops. Good thing that isn't chronicled by tape yet. Yeah, who knows? But he didn't have a phone to go back in. If he did, it was like testing, testing. That's all you'd see. He's not blasting his inner thoughts out. He was a smart old man. Jitterbug doesn't send texts <laughs> too well. <so. laughs> and I'm not so sure you can say jitterbug anymore. That just sounds bad. <laughs> But yeah, I'm going to trust. You have to have a friend you. in your will that you trust with your passwords. And the second you die, those passwords are sent to you, and you got to clear the stuff. You better call Trajan and tell him that. I'm going to. I'm right. calling. Add me calling on there Kate for today. I'm like, hey, I got to get a guy named Brett Vesley. <laughs> uh, what would that be for, John? I need him to have my cloud passwords and stuff. So <laughs> I don't know what is going to get me, but something in there might, probably will. And then. Uh, <laughs> It ruins this whole operation, and uh, we're in court anyway. I'm trying to avoid that with this. But Vesley gets the passwords and goes through it. Anything. I don't want any, you know, social media has been scary to me since the beginning because for some reason I always, well, I, I say terrible things. Like I joke about horrible things. I make inappropriate jokes all the time. If making dead baby jokes becomes criminal, I'm gone. I'm done. Gone. Find those hysterical. I find the absurd brilliant. And so I'm not, yeah, let it be a lesson to you to clear it out today. Because that lady at CNN had the log cabin Republicans combing through her stuff. 
And once they hit it and she apologized, it was on. Yeah, don't do it. You've got stuff you don't want people to know in your texts, for sure. For sure. Again, you do, because you're in a text chain with us. And, so and, and Paul. And I, he's yeah. in one with me yeah. and Paul, oh, yeah. sir. Paul has included yeah, Brady in one. It's like, oh, boy. Yeah, you don't want that. And I know you're going to say, well, I'll be dead. It doesn't matter. But you don't know that now, if the, if the new uh, police of phones start going through all your dead guy phone stuff and leak that, and now Kirby's got to live with that, that daddy was a, you know homosexual because that's what i know about you and i don't i know you don't want that out there but yeah the, the, you know now he's got to deal with that you just don't want it don't want any information that i don't want control of leaking out for the safety of the people around me that is the last thing you want is your death to be remembered by like wow and this uh the johnny depp trial yes did exactly. he say <laughs> right yes yes he did yes he did he did oof did you say you were going to take the turd in the bed and choke her with it while you raped her? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And it's, it's I can't deny it because I printed it. <laughs> yep, we publish all of our stupid thoughts. So, yeah, I just want to make it clear right now. Don't be shocked when somebody comes out and goes, Holmberg called me an F word in uh, ninth grade. Yup, probably a lot. I say it, I used to, I used to use it as a, it used to be kind of common. It was just, yeah. It's like you're, uh, you know, it's another... It's a put down for the most part to a non when, yeah 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 to a straight guy because you're like ah no I'm not yeah you have uh, you are basically you're basically you're basically telling a guy who might be worried about it that in my mind I think you handle erect penises of other people and it or, drives those guys nuts that's the fun or that's gay yeah that, yeah <laughs> that's great that's the fun one because you say it to a homophobe the only person bothered by that word is usually afraid of gay. And it's hilarious to watch them shut up when it makes somebody mad. It's even better. Anyway, delete, delete, delete. <laughs> uh, fat girl fist bump. Brady's. Got, I'm getting his list from heaven. He's got fat girl fist bumps. Three thousand seven hundred forty. That's pretty good. Uh, empty <laughs> beer like- cans. One hundred ninety two. Miscount. Uh, girls he gave diseases to by humping them with dog hair on a couch. One. That's a good low number. That's a way to keep it that way. Uh, pizzas, 19,480,000. Uh, derogatory terms, starting with F, 35 billion. Wow, Brady, you've really knocked that one out of the yard in the 80s. I'm impressed. <laughs> I don't know what the number would be, but I'd like to see the breakdown. Oh, and it's going to grow. Yeah, you got to temper it, but to people I trust... To the people in my inner circle, all oh, the words you hear, so wonderful. And I love the C word. Eventually, that's going to come back around. We're all going to get you. Oh, I love the C word. It's hilarious to me. And I don't use it maliciously. I try to avoid calling people a terrible name when I'm mad at them because that's when it's, that's when it's evil. You know the power behind it. Well, I know that in an know, argument, I know anger that'll just totally lose it right. for the other. But then, I've lost it. Yeah, like if I'm throwing bombs out like that at you, I've lost it. Yeah, if I've if I've started to curse and scream and call you horrible, th- I've lost it. And that's when that's when you can't control whatever's going to happen to you. So just be careful. Out there. Don't be. What I'm saying basically is, as a society, try not to be a bunch of. F-s, okay, please, if you don't mind. Nailed it. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Don't be a f- That's all. I remember there was a kid in high school who got sent home because he had a shirt that said that. Don't be a homo F word. 
And it was a big block, like, <laughs> wow. you know, the, the Wham Choose Life shirts. Yeah. Big block, don't be a f- You can't have that foul language on your shirt. Nobody was mad that it was that word. It's just foul language. It's true. So delete today. Go back. You'll find something. Do a little scrub of yourself today, and you'll find something where you said something real stupid probably seven years ago. It doesn't fly today. That said, Blazing Saddles, Tuesday at Any Hunkins Theater. We're going to go watch that. Uh, Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? And no, not uh, the corn song. We know what you're thinking. Uh, Give us a good wake-up song. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful, powerful rock radio station. 98 KUPD. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet! Mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.